Good morning, everybody. It's Nechama Siderson here, and I hope this video is finding you well and enjoying Hanukkah and taking everything it has to offer. We find ourselves in Parshas Mikes. Last week, we ended off with Yosef explaining the dreams of the butler and the baker and being spot-on correct. This week, Paro is the one who has dreams. He dreams these strange dreams about seven cows eating up, fat cows eating up seven skinny cows and seven stalks of wheat, same thing with stalks of wheat, and then seven skinny cows eating up seven fat cows and staying exactly as skinny. And he's extremely disturbed by these dreams. He, he can't rest. And nobody can interpret them correctly. Until, suddenly, the butler from last week's parsha, who now works for the king again, remembers about Yosef. And he tells the king about him. And Yosef is let out of prison after many years. And he is brought in front of the king. And he tells the king, correctly so, your dream means that there are going to be seven years of plenty in Egypt Bounty, plenty, and after that, there are going to be seven years of famine. And Pharaoh realizes, he recognizes this is a true interpretation, and he is finally calmed. And he makes Yosef into the viceroy of Egypt, only Paro's above him. And Yosef literally goes from being down to the dumps to being second in command in all of Egypt. And Paro follows uh, Yosef's advice, and they store up lots and lots of food for during those seven years. And in the subsequent seven years of famine, Egypt becomes extremely wealthy and a huge world power because now they have food and resources when everyone else has nothing. There's a lesson here that we learned from this interpretation of this dream and Yosef's action. Let's look at the physical. What he did was he took, he stocked up on physical food to prepare for the seven years of famine. There's a lesson that the Torah is trying to teach us here. It's not only physically. How is it that Yosef remained a tzaddik. And he's someone who's called Yosef HaTzadik for a reason. He had the greatest Yetzirah, we, we learn. He was a 17-year-old, very good-looking teenage boy who came to a land of Egypt, a land steeped in immorality and promiscuity. He had no family. His family, in fact, had abandoned him. It seemed like God had abandoned him. And he stayed a tzaddik. How is that possible? He could have done anything. He didn't have anyone watching out for him. He could have done anything. And he stayed holy and pure. In last week's Parsha, we read about the test that he had with the wife of Potiphar. His, the, the man he worked for, his name was Potiphar. And Isha's Potiphar liked Yosef. And he was able to run away from her. That was actually what landed him in jail. Because she framed him as if he had attacked her. How in the world did Yosef have the courage and the, 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 the strength to fight this great desire and this great test? How did he do it? And the answer is in, in this in this uh, tactic, in stocking up during the years of plenty for the years of famine, Yosef, out of all of his brothers, learned the most Torah with his father Yaakov. And during those 17, first 17 years of his life, he was completely immersed in Torah learning and perfecting his midos and his character and his yiras shamayim, his fear of heaven. And so when it came to the 12 years after that, and he was alone in a land of immorality by himself, he was able to stay strong and remain Yosef Hatzadik. This is an extremely powerful uh, lesson and tactic that we can learn about our own lives. We all have times when we have more opportunities to, to immerse ourselves in spirituality. It might be a year here, a, mere, a, a year there. It might be just a one-off opportunity, a Shabbos that we can spend somewhere. Everyone knows what it might be for them. Things are, are presented. And we have to grab hold of those opportunities and stock up when the opportunities present themselves because we don't know what's going to happen in those times of famine. And when our tank is low and it does get low sometimes, we need to have those reserves to tap into that we stocked up on in those years of plenty. 
How fitting is it that this Parsha comes out during Hanukkah? Look at Hanukkah. Historically, Hanukkah actually took place. It was the last of the open miracles that Hashem did. It was the last, it was the last time that it's the last um, holiday that was instituted. And not only that, but physically, um, just in the time of the year, it's the time of darkness and winter and cold. I mean, not that the background behind me tells much of that, but you know what I mean. It's a time of darkness. It gets dark when it's practically afternoon now. And Chazal, our sages, instituted Hanukkah during the darkest time of the year to get us through this hard winter. They said, we need it to stock up now, during the last time of, in history when, when we know there's going to be a long, bitter exile in front of us. And here we are, all these years later, and we're still in that same exile. But we stocked up, we're still lighting those same Hanukkah candles that we got all those years ago. And we're able to grab hold of this time of year, Hanukkah, and refill our tanks to get us through the rest of the winter. So make sure that you're grabbing the opportunity of Hanukkah and having not just, you know, eating lots of latkes and having family parties, which is totally part of it, and enjoy. But make sure you're also stocking up spiritually for the long, dark winter ahead. Have a happy Hanukkah and a good Shabbos.